FM News 100.1-1110 KBND in the Stressless in studio this morning. Cassidy Kern with Deschutes National Force. Nice to have you back in studio again. Thanks. Thanks. Great to be here. Great to see you. So tell us about the season that wasn't. So I, I love to call it that because it really ended up being kind of a nothing of a fire season for us. And it wasn't because we were lucky. It's because we were lucky and good. And that feels really good. Uh, our firefighters just really crushed everything that came out of lightning. We had, unfortunately, a ton of human-caused starts this year. Human-caused starts immediately adjacent to communities. They jumped on them in collaboration with our uh, local municipal fire department. So um, the fact that we didn't have evacuations because of, uh, of fires here, um, you know, with the exception of the Pete's Lake fire, that that's a win every day that's a win so just super proud of those big efforts from them we were also able to get um, good air support when we needed it you know having the air tanker base in redmond is such a boon for us because we're able to get load and return load and return when we need return the most and that happened a couple times for us we you know we had trout creek we had you know bear creek we had a couple other of those you know fires that were kind of type three and a little bit pushing and we were able to get that air support in get them knocked down get the dozers around them and contain them Looking at the incident map, uh, it's been busy elsewhere, especially I'm thinking Southern Oregon and Northern mm -hmm. California. Yeah, definitely. They had more uh, lightning than we did, just to be frank. That was definitely one of the things that they had to deal with this year. And then, you know, you it's just one rock in your pocket, right? You've got a lot of lightning, you've got a lot of fire on the ground, and then you get another storm that comes in. And so then everything after that is likely to go bigger. We just didn't really have that here. The lightning would come, but we had the resources to get what we needed. Um, so it was, it, it felt really good for us. And, and I feel bad for those folks because they're still dealing with some longer duration events. Um, the Willamette, you know, everybody that's to the West of us, uh, Oak Ridge has been sucking a lot of smoke this season and certainly seasons past as well. And, you know, I think all of us really feel for them. It was unfortunate that we became the unhappy recipients of a lot of that smoke this, uh, this summer. And I think that the fact that our folks were not under long-term evacuation notices like a lot of those communities were, um, I think that I would much rather be in a position where we have to be inconvenienced by the smoke than deal with folks out of their homes. There was a prescribed burn scheduled for today in the Sisters area, right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So, you know, one of the trade-offs for us is that we're also going to be putting more smoke in the air. But that's because we know from based on all of the science of the last you know 20 plus years that if we can put low intensity fire into this fire adapted ecosystem we're going to take out a lot of those ladder fuels that would move a fire into the wildfire status so doing these shoulder you know season burns are really important for us to protect our homes uh, and minimize our risk we were planning on one today uh, uh, along highway 20 super visible of course um, and we had to pull it because we got a bunch of rain on it. You know, that's also a win too, because we would never want to put fire on the ground when we know it's not going to carry, when we know that, you know, it's not going to do what we want it to do. And so we pull it. We have these burn windows. We have boundaries within, 
you know, here's what we need the wind to do. Here's what we want the fuel conditions to be like. So too much moisture, it's not going to carry. Too little moisture, you're going to have more fire activity than you want. So, you know, too much wind and you're going to push it too hard. Too little wind and it won't carry it through your unit. So really kind of threading the needle. And when we don't have those conditions, we're going to pull that burn and reschedule it. All right. So because you have now pulled a burn due to rain Mm -hmm. and we're getting late in the year, can deer hunters and folks still going out into the woods feel pretty safe? That's a great question. I think that they can feel safe. And I also think that we shouldn't get completely complacent. You know, we had so many abandoned campfires this year. In fact, that was the majority of the fires that our firefighters responding to on the Ojico National Forest this year. It just, you know, it shouldn't be happening. We know better and we know enough to take our, you know, bucket of water or be near a water source and get, you know, start bailing water into your campfire so that it's cold to the touch when you leave. So if you're headed out this weekend for um, the beginning of rifle season, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you feel your tag and I hope you bring enough water to put out any campfires that you start. Yeah, the weather is supposed to warm up as we head into the weekend. And so is fire season over yet? (laughs) fire season is never over uh no you know that that's the that's the sort of blessing and the curse of fire being a natural process is that um you know we might be in a situation where we're out of fire season and then you look at southern california and they're about to get their santa Ana winds that come in the fall and if somebody is reckless with an ignition there in those winds which are typically around you know 30 mile an hour winds and can gust to 40 and 50 that's going to start something. So I feel pretty confident that we're on the, you know, downside of our fire year. But I also think that, you know, we'll, we'll see where the year takes the rest of us. I know that Canada has had a really hard year too. And, um, I wish for them a swift end to that. Tell me about resources, because like you said, Canada was a a mention early, early on in the year. There's a lot of stuff, activity in Idaho. So did our folks here basically have to stay here or were they sent out a lot? They were sent out a lot. In fact, uh, my nephew fights fire on the Deschutes National Forest, and he had been to uh, Washington this this year on one of their fires. And now he's actually on the Sayusla um, on the you know, near the coast and they had a small fire, a type three fire out there. So when we can, we always send our resources out to where the need is greatest. Now that said, we always have somebody in the barn because you really want to make sure that if something does pop here, that we have enough firefighters that are able to take care of whatever pops up, but we'll cycle through those folks so that they get out on incidents and other space places. And with the shoulder season for prescribed burns, is that a pretty short window? I mean, will that be over with probably no early November ish? Yeah, very likely. This is this one is a little bit of a tougher time frame because so much of the winter precipitation starts to sneak in. Um I know that the Ochico was planning on some burns this week. And they got a quarter an inch rainfall <laughs> and that pretty, that pretty well shut you down for a while. And so they're looking at opportunities. You know, again, the importance of doing this is that we're reintroducing fire into this fire adapted ecosystem. We're removing that ground fuel and the litter, the brush component, um, taking out some of the uh, needles on the branches on the lower side. And when you do that, when you get another lightning start in there in the summertime, in the heat, it could go for a little bit, but our firefighters are going to get around it because it's not going to get in a bunch of dense fuel and start ripping out. 
But if we can go in there when the conditions are better, when the humidity is higher, when the temperatures are lower, when, again, we can kind of thread the needle on the wind and uh, moisture conditions, we can really do that good work. So it's really important that we do it when we can. And Mother Nature doesn't always give us the windows to do it. Discover Your Forest is uh, going to be holding an event. Yeah, uh, very much in the theme, of course, of wildfire. Discover Your Forest, uh, along with the Deschutes National Forest, is hosting an event called The West is Burning. It is a panel discussion and movie night at the Lapine Senior Activity Center. Uh, It's going to start at 6.30 on Thursday night, so um, folks can come a little ahead of that. There are opportunities, actually, um, for you to have childcare if you want to go, and they are serving some food as well, so all free. So if you are a South County resident and really looking at an opportunity to learn more about what the forest is doing to minimize um, fire risk in your community, go to this. And also understand the conditions that we find ourselves in right now um, with the fire conditions in the West. It is, it's troubling, but we're also starting to really focus together interagency, state, local, federal government on what can we do together to minimize this risk to the community. And um, I think that we're I think that we're on a good path now. I'm going to guess you would say everybody needs to show up, but I'm thinking that especially <laughs> folks who have recently been transplanted from maybe a more urban area, mm-hmm. even Bend, now moving South County, they're in a more rural setting. Would it be important for them to attend? One hundred percent. But I think that anybody uh, in that community who wants to be fire aware, you know, it wasn't long ago that we had the Roslyn Road fire. Um, that was putting people in uh, evacuation status. You know, we've certainly had fires that have the potential to evacuate homes, and you don't want to be learning about fire while you're packing up your bags to leave because you're in an evacuation notice. So the most important thing that we can do is be prepared because then we'll feel like warriors. We feel like we know what we need to do, and we can get it done together. And I really firmly believe that, um, you know, with Deschutes County Emergency Management being so terrific, uh, Nathan Garraby, of course, is just so so stellar. Um, and then all of the partners that we have in those local fire departments, we can get on things really quickly and we can be responsive. But if you're a homeowner out there, you also need to do the things that look like protecting your home, protecting uh, your property. And, you know, that can mean taking down some of those lodgepole that grow so dense out there. Um, picking up the brush, you know, raking the needles, whatever that looks like that you can do to minimize your risk. These are the things that you would learn about in this moment and find the resources to help. Date, time, and place again for the event? Absolutely. The West is burning Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. at the Lapine Senior Activity Center. Cassidy Kern, Deschutes National Forest. Great to see you again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Frank. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Good morning.